Welcome, everyone, to episode 439 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Um, well, today's topic is going to be our 2020 games preview. Obviously, we do these every year at the beginning of the year. Uh, it is now the beginning of the year. So that's going to be our main topic. Will, do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode? Oh, man. Yeah, I've been playing Skyrim again. Much oh. to Corey's chagrin. Yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Smash Brothers, NHL. I've been playing all of those, so uh, I don't know how much. It's all older stuff, so who knows? Oh, I started uh, Fallen Order, too. Okay, cool. So we'll be talking about Star Wars Fallen Order. Um, is my room echoey, by the way? A little bit. Okay, is it bad? No, don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll be talking about a hodgepodge of games. Okay. Nice. Um... Yeah, I played I played a ton of the games over break. Uh, I'll I'll be talking about Greedfall. That's one of the newer ones that came out at some point this year. Uh, Corey bought an Xbox. We'll talk a little bit about that. We got Super Mario Party uh, as a family for Christmas, so I'll talk about that. Uh, let's see what else did I play? Spyro Two, Year of the Dragon. I also played a fair amount of, so I'll be talking about that. Um, we have a lot to talk about for our weeks cause it's been a couple weeks and there's been, you know, so obviously big things that have happened in those couple weeks. So a lot to talk about there too. Uh, but first we have our games preview that we're going to get into. Um, so we're just, I'm going to go through the list, probably read every game. We'll stop and talk about the stuff that we want to stop and talk about. Um, sometimes we split these up. Sometimes we just pick a handful of games, but I just figured, Hey, we'll, we'll kind of wing it here. So, um, so starting on the oh uh, today's the ninth so I guess these we can cover these AO Tennis Two for PC Switch PS4 Xbox uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne this is the expansion the ice expansion for for Monster Hunter World obviously it's coming to PC as of today so I haven't read anything about that I don't know how people are feeling about it but I know Monster Hunter World was a very well thought of game the thirty or so hours I played of it I loved it it was really really good so. Willie, did you play Monster Hunter World? I actually haven't. I really want to. A lot of people love it. Yeah. So, um, and I, I never gave it its due. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, it can be one of those time sync games, which is why I haven't really played more of it. But I, I did really like what I played. Uh, January fourteenth, Atelier Dusk Trilogy Deluxe Pack for PC, Switch, and PS4. January fifteenth, Puzzle and Dragons Gold for Nintendo Switch. January 16th, Yakuza Like a Dragon for PS4. January 17th, oh, I have a video that I'm supposed to be playing while this is going on. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is coming out. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get your thoughts on Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. So this is going to be the open world sort of action RPG type of game. Are you getting this? Yeah, I'm insta-buying it. Okay. It looks awesome, in my opinion. I think it looks really good. I know a lot of people are upset that it's telling the story of dragon ball z again but i don't know it just looks like the open world dragon ball z game that i've wanted yeah that we've that, that we've all wanted for forever and i'm surprised it took this long for it to my shirt should made. my shirt should be fitting oh yeah <laughs> i didn't where did you get that i got it for christmas that's awesome it is awesome i'm really jealous it of was a, it was an accident all of a sudden i'm like oh i've got my dragon ball z shirt on huh I guess that's that's fitting. 
Uh, but that... it's coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. I wanted to clarify that. I don't think I said that before. I plan on getting it for PS4 unless Eric wants to play it, and then I'll get okay. it for Xbox. But uh, yeah, no, it just looks like a really fun Dragon Ball Z open world game where you get to play as different characters. It covers all of the main sagas of the Dragon Ball Z era with um, uh, the Sand Saga to the Frieza Saga to Cell, the Androids, Boo, all of that good stuff. So uh, there are... Additional canon stuff added to it, like the Ginyu Force. I guess they added another member of the Ginyu Force uh, that wasn't prevalent during the show or uh, comic. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that they added to it. Like the mini games were added to it, where there's like an eating mini game because you know Goku and Gohan love to eat. Oh, there's yeah. the driving mini game, which is one of the famous filler episodes from Dragon Ball Z, where Piccolo and Goku try to get their license. A lot of good stuff added to it. Uh, you can play as Goku, Gohan, Vegeta, uh, Piccolo, Trunks, Krillin. I think you pretty much play as everybody at various points. So Nice. <clears throat> yeah, it looks good. The art style, I think, looks really cool, too. Yeah, uh, it looks looks really good. It's it's one I'm definitely interested in. I'm going to wait for reviews before I, before I buy it. Uh, I would guess this game reviews very averagely. Like eights, seven, seven and a half, eight. I, I would say sevens. That's probably where it'll be. Okay. I feel like the consensus for it will be if you like Dragon Ball Z, you'll like the game. Okay. Uh, it's published by Bandai Namco, and I will check the developer right now because I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, um, developed by CyberConnect too. I don't know what else they've done. Let me call it up because I'm because I'm interested. Um. They're previously involved in developing Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, they left the project, citing regular mismanagement. Oh, uh, yeah. But they're Tail Concerto and Solantorobo, the Red the Hunter. Okay. So Interesting. Yeah. Okay, here's... Oh, oh, the Hack games, too, the Dot Hack. Some of the Naruto games they've made. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's... So they have a history of these type of games. Yeah, yeah, sort of Japanese anime type of games. So that that works. Uh, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, so Dragon Ball Z Kakarot on the 17th, also on the 17th. Tokyo Mirage Sessions Fey Encore for Nintendo Switch. Um, I'm getting this. Again, I'm not sure if it's going to be... Oh, hey, what's up, Jake? Uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be right at launch or not but i'm definitely getting this it's it's one of the games on the wii u that i missed when it came out so uh it, it's a wii u port for those that don't know uh, but it's definitely one i'm going to be getting so uh january 23rd odd world strangers wrath hd for nintendo switch also on the 23rd the walking dead saints and sinners for pc uh this is going to be the vr survival horror game which i thought was interesting I thought they were kind of done uh, doing those things, but yeah, nope. The Walking we're... Dead lives on. It's back. Yeah, did they leave off on season three. Was what they did? Oh, I don't know. It's not. It's it's a it's VR. It's a survival horror. Oh, okay. So yeah, I will never play this then. Yeah. Um, January twenty eighth, Journey to the Savage Planet for. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Uh, this is a like first-person sort of space exploration game. 
Uh, it reminds me a little bit of like the Outer Worlds and No Man's Sky, uh, sort of wrapped up into one. Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds, No Man's Sky, kind of kind of blended together from what I've seen. Uh, it's got a neat neat art style. Apparently, it's quite the relaxing game too, which is also uh, something I'm I'm interested in. So it's actually for those, for those watching, I the video I have going on in the chat right now is or watching on YouTube. It's the video that's going on right now is the the journey to the savage planet so yeah being published uh by 505 games too yep. so yep uh, for those who don't know they did sniper elite three payday uh brothers tale of two sons yeah hold on abzu hold on a second all right so here we go again sorry about the break there everybody uh, next up on the list, so yeah, we just finished talking about Journey to the Savage Planet. Next up on the list, it, also on January 28th, is Warcraft 3 Reforged for PC and Mac. This is, of course, the, uh, is it redone, I guess? Yeah, version, version of Warcraft 3. Uh, updated visuals, yada yada. Um, that's one I'm definitely interested in getting. Again, I don't know if it's going to be right at launch or, I guess it depends on the price. What do you think this is going to cost? I think it's 30 that's not too bad i'm actually kind of mad it's coming out this month because i didn't want to have to spend the money sure but of course now i have to because yeah. this is something i really want to play yeah that's one i'm interested in too uh cory says he's getting that one also so uh that would be a good one for a stream of uh it's been a really long time since i played warcraft 3 there's a couple cool things with it i know that um People who have just the original version can play with people who have the new version. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's something that I read about it. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but it looks awesome. I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, also on January 28th, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire for PS4 and Xbox One. That's, of course, Pillars of Eternity 2. That's going to be available on consoles. So that's awesome. Uh, up next on the list, uh, moving into February, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics for PC, Mac, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. That is the Dark Crystal turn-based strategy game. Um, I think we've all we've mentioned it before. Will I think one of your friends said it? Maybe uh, that every every IP needs like a tactics style game. Yep. So that's Dark Crystals. It looks interesting. Looks like there's some environmental. Uh, manipulation to help you with your battles and stuff i'll be interested to see how this one reviews um you know the the games that are based on on actual ips don't always do all that well but i'm interested it looks neat february 4th zombie army for dead war for pc ps4 and xbox one no interest in that Nope. February 6th, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus for PS4. February 11th, Yakuza 5 for PS4. I could have sworn that already came out. Is that a re-release or something? So I wanted to do the same thing because I was like, man, I feel like there's two Yakuza games coming out every year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, maybe, maybe Yakuza 4 was the last big release and this is just Yakuza, the next Yakuza. Okay. I haven't played a Yakuza since the first one. so Yakuza 5, Dan came out on the PlayStation 3 in Japan in 2012 and then in worldwide in 2015. So this seems like it's a remaster. Okay. Yeah, that could be. For the PS4. Gotcha. 
because the Japanese one came out last year, and then the worldwide's February 11th. So yeah, it seems like it's like a remaster. All right. Uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Darksiders Genesis for Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, so this is going to be a top-down hack-and-slash role-playing game. So think uh, like Diablo, but dark in the Darksiders universe, I guess. Which I think is cool. Um, the dark other Darksiders games are kind of like third-person action hack-and-slash RPG-type games. So this is a different... Again, it's it's changing up the 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 particular style of the game when they're putting it into a different kind of game, uh, which I think is kind of cool. I have uh, I have a brief Darksiders Genesis video in this video that I have playing somewhere. I'm pretty sure it already played. So, actually intrigued when you said Diablo. Yeah, it seemed to be Diablo esque. So it's another one of those series, you know, uh, that you could you could make the make the argument for for anything, you know. Like like the tactics, you can have a Diablo esque type game. Yeah, it does look a lot different than the other Darksider games. Yeah. Also on February fourteenth, Dreams for PS four. Uh, this is less a game and more of a game. It's 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 even listed as game creation system. Um, the biggest thing I get out of Dreams is the cool things that other people make. It's one of those types of games. Um, I recently saw someone made like a super hyper-realistic looking breakfast in the Dreams game creation engine. Uh, I thought that was awesome. So uh, I'm more interested to see what comes out of Dreams from other players than actually being interested in playing that myself. Yeah, I'm... It's one of these games that I don't think I'm creative enough for me to want to get it. Yeah, it's not just lack of being creative. It's it's learning how to use all the tools properly. Yeah. You know, cuz there's a lot of stuff. There's probably some some basic scripting that you can do. Like I don't I don't know. It's a, it's a lot to take in, but you know, people are going to make cool things with that, so. Definitely. And I think you can play the stuff that people create too, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I would be more into that than trying to come up with something because, again, like I'm not creative enough to come up with something really cool for people to try out. So, right. right. Uh, yeah. So that's the 14th. Also on the 14th, Snack World: The Dungeon and Crawl Gold for Nintendo Switch, and Street Fighter V Champion Edition for PC and PS4. February 18th, Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle for PS4 and Xbox One. February 20th, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition for Nintendo Switch. Persona 5 Scramble for Nintendo Switch and PS4. And under... That's, the... Go ahead. That's the, Dungeon... the Dynasty Warriors Persona game, but it's only oh. coming out in Japan. So... Oh, really? Yeah, so that yeah. kind of is a, a fake release date for us. That'll be coming to America at, later in the year. At some point, okay. Good to know because I would have been interested in that. Well, I'll be interested when it eventually comes out, I guess. Looks really good. Yeah. Um, Under Night in Birth X Lot X Late for Nintendo Switch and PS4. Don't know anything about that one. Uh, didn't. Nor did I care to read about it. That's the important. Twenty <laughs> eighth uh, Iron Man VR for PS4 first person shooter in VR. Plays Iron Man. Eh. Not into the superhero thing. Same. Yeah, February 28th, <laughs> One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And then on the 28th, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, 14 for PC and PS4. That's one I'm interested in. 
I don't know if I'm going to get it, but I've always been interested in the Romance of the Three Kingdoms games. Aren't these games like $100? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's a full price, like Steam. It'll be a Steam game. I'm pretty sure I looked at one and that was like $60 or $100. Maybe. Let me maybe, see if I can find maybe, it quick. Do they have to be imported back in the day, maybe? Oh, I guess this one's $50 or $59. Okay, so Interesting. I could have sworn it was way more. Nice. All right, so moving on to March. March has some big releases, so that's that's exciting. Uh, the first being March 3rd, the Final Fantasy VII remake for PS4. Well, oh, man. Getting that, right? Yeah, I can't wait. That's one of the games I'm most excited about this year, to be honest. <clears throat> and it's only part one of probably three. Mm-hmm. So, do you I, think three or do you think two? I feel like they'll do three. I feel like though, because the game came in three discs, that they'll do. Oh, we did faithful to the three disc thing, so we can make more money. That kind of stinks. It's not gonna matter to me. I'm gonna get all three, and I know I'm gonna love it because I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, uh, I am also. I I was a naysayer about this for the longest time until I started seeing like gameplay videos and and seeing like you know hearing music and the battle system and stuff and i'm interested in it now um but i'm not going to have anything it's a timed exclusive so it's going to be on ps4 i don't know if it's a year or six months but they they do say it is going to come to other things so for anybody who's like kind of waffling back and forth on if they're interested in this just watch the game awards trailer for for it it's incredible and like when the battle theme starts playing over the trailer yeah like the remastered battle theme it's incredible yeah agreed it's it looks really 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 cool and i'm 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 very interested in it it takes some fun parts from final fantasy 15 like the combat and adds a little bit more of a flair to it it's just it it's what i always imagined a final fantasy 7 remake would probably look like yeah, it, it seems, at least what I've seen so far, it seems like a fairly faithful recreation, too, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which was important to me. I didn't want them changing too much, but it doesn't seem like they have. So, I think they confirmed that the cloud cross-dressing scene is going to be in the game, too. It, it should. That was a lot of people's favorite favorite scene in the game, so they should yeah. Definitely shouldn't take that out. So I know a lot of people were worried that that scene wouldn't be, wouldn't be in there, but nope, it's going to be there, I guess. So Nice. Uh, also March, oh, March 10th, Langrisser 1 and 2 for PC, Switch, and PS4. March 11th, Ori and the Will of the Wisps for PC and Xbox One. Uh, that's a game I very much want to play. I keep meaning to play Ori in the Blind Forest, but I haven't. Will, that seems like it'd be right up your alley. Is it hard? It's, it's Hollow Knight-esque. It's like, really? it's, it's a Metroidvania platformer type of game, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought the other ones were just platformers. No. It's Metroidvania. Wait. I've not been playing this because I thought it was just a platformer and I was wrong the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Alright. I'm My mind's blown right now. It's, I'm sure it's on Game Pass and I know it's on the Switch now, so. I'm mad at myself for avoiding this. No. I did play the first maybe half an hour or hour of Ori in the Blind Forest, and I really liked it. Um, the, um, incredible art. It's a gorgeous-looking game. So at the very least, there's that. The music is incredible in it. Is there combat? I think so, in some some way, shape, or form. Maybe not. 
I did, as I said, I only played maybe an hour, so. There looks, but yeah. It oh. is a Metroidvania, so you should be playing it well. Yeah, I'm watching gameplay. I've really been wrong my whole life. That's right. It happens. Huh, okay. March 13th, My Hero 1's Justice 2 for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Also, Neo 2 for the PS4. Uh, Neo's a game I gotta get at some point. The first one, I believe, is on Steam now, so... It is. That will be a buy. Um, March 19th, Fairy Tale, spelled T-A-I-L for Nintendo Switch and PS4. I don't know if it's this an one anime. Out. It's an anime game. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, you're right. I thought it would be like a... Um, what's that Check. one with where you play as the mouse? That game Ratatouille? No. There's like an adventure where he plays a mouse and everyone's like, oh, that's the best Redwall game. Oh, um... I can't think of the name, but it doesn't matter. Um, but I thought it was something along the lines of that. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, you're right. Maybe I'll look it up if I get the chance, but I pro- probably will. F- I'll forget. Uh, March 20th, Animal Crossing New Horizons for Nintendo Switch. I know uh just about everyone i follow on instagram is excited about this game um people are really looking forward to sinking hundreds oh it's the i'm caught up because it's a video that's on the on the stream right now so yeah people are really looking forward to the new animal crossing game i think it looks amazing i'm intrigued because i've never played one before um so i'm 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 gonna get this one because you know this the whole switch thing and um, I'm 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 intrigued in it. Cause a lot of people I, sank thousands of hours into the other Animal Crossing games. So I think Dan, this game is up your alley. Most of out of everybody on this podcast. Okay. Honestly, I could see everyone on the podcast liking it, like even Eric, because you don't need to sink hundreds of hours into it to get anything. Like it's a it's like Stardew Valley kind of. Yeah, that's the impression that I got, which is good because uh, I've been playing a ton of Stardew Valley, so. Yeah, you and Corey, I think, would both like it. Although, Corey's a wild card, and hey, you might think it's dumb and childish, so maybe not. Yeah, but... yeah Corey's hard to read at times. I will go on record saying you guys would all probably like this game. Okay. Nice. Uh, also, March 20th, Doom 64 for PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, and Doom Eternal for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. I think I'm more interested in playing Doom 64 than playing Doom Eternal. I know Doom Eternal is going to be good. The the Doom sort of remake, the most recent Doom was was quite good. So you want to talk about one franchise? I don't care anything about. Doom is one of them. Yeah. You didn't play any of the the new Doom game, did you? Yeah, I did, and thought it was fine. Okay. I don't. They're not for me. Although they're hard sure. to not be for anybody, you know, it's just kind of dumb fun. But yeah. I was just never that interested in it. Gotcha. Uh, March 24th, Bleeding Edge for PS4 and Xbox One. March 27th, One Piece Pirate Warriors 4 for PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. March 31st, Persona 5 Royal for PS4. Will, you talk about that one. Yeah, so basically it's just DLC for Persona 5 coming out in a brand new game. It adds a couple new, I think it's a new dungeon um it'll add a new character stuff like that so two new characters actually technically uh without spoiling spoiler 
while spoiling anything, there's like two two characters that you'll get to play as that are kind of new. So, so, uh, so what I, you're saying is you're going to get it. Man, I was just looking at it. March is a rough month because I really want to get uh, Final Fantasy VII, Animal Crossing, and then Persona 5. Mm-hmm. That's an expensive month. And then we got Cyberpunk coming shortly thereafter. Yeah. So, Well, at least they're spread out, I guess. one you know, One's the beginning, one's kind of the middle, and the other's the end. So yeah. if there's any solace, I guess that would be it. Yeah, you're right. One's literally three days into the month. The other one's the 20th and the one 31st. So the problem is most of 95% of my bills are due on the 31st or 1st. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I might have to wait. Oh, that's going to hurt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then to be announced in March is Half-Life Alex. That's of course the, is it a prequel? It's a via, it's a VR, new VR, uh, Half-Life game. So, uh, April 3rd, moving into April, Resident Evil 3 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. That is of course the remake of, of Resident Evil 3. Uh, I know people are psyched about that one because of how good Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2 remakes were. Um, so I'm also interested at Resident Evil 3. I never played. I played a lot of the first one, a decent amount of the second one, and ne- I don't think I ever played the third one. So that maybe we want to pick up. I still want to, I want to play the remakes of Resident Evil 1 and 2 though, too. So yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake was just loved by everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, April 16th, the big one, Cyberpunk 2077 for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Um, that is easily the game I'm most looking forward to this entire year. Um, counting down the months, the days, the minutes at this point. So, Yeah, I mean, Can't. I don't really know what to even say about it other than it's coming. Yeah, I'm going to block off a few days where I know I'm not going to sleep like at all and just play <laughs> Cyberpunk. Pumped for it. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. I don't. I, yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I mean, I know expectations for this game are really, really, really high, uh, but I feel like it's one of those games that could meet and potentially exceed even the loftiest expectations. You know, I uh, honestly, yeah, I feel like CD Projekt Red would really have to make a bad game for people to even consider saying it might not be a good game. Yeah, I mean, I, because I, I was trying to trying to imagine in my head. I'm like, what could, what could they do to the game to make it people not like it? And I really think the only thing is if like the storytelling is bad, which I don't expect. Um, I mean, we've we've kind of already seen the world. The world looks cool. You know, it's gonna have the, you know, it's gonna have like well written dialogue. You know, it's gonna have interesting characters. Yeah. So I, I think I feel like we know enough about this game at this point to um, be safe in our hype for it, you know. Well, to give a little teaser, I see a prime example is the DLC announced for Pokemon today. I see the mental gymnastics that gamers do to really just drive home their point on why something sucks. But I feel like <laughs> if CD Projekt Red did something like even microtransactions in the game that gamers are delusional enough to just try to spin it to how that's okay that CD Projekt Red's doing it, sure. as opposed to if EA did it, they would just be throwing <laughs> all sorts of hissy fits. So yeah. I feel like 
Cyberpunk has a long leeway to be able to mess up and it would still be a good game. Yeah. Do you think that's deserved, though? See Project Red? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, we I, I feel like for the longest time we gave Bethesda some a lot of leeway with their games. And then it, as like, of recently, they've they've kind of run out of that goodwill that they've built up, you know? 100%. Like, is it right that CD Projekt Red could make a bad game and people probably wouldn't call it out for being a bad game? No, it's not. But, I mean, they've put out good games up until now. So if this one's not on par... I, I feel like they could get away with it being like even average. I think it, yeah. I think it's going to be better than that, but I think they could get away with it being average and still have people be uh, satisfied with it. Um, I I don't think this game's going to be bad by I, any I don't, means. I don't think so either. I don't really see how that's possible, but that you know, I guess it's always possible. This is we're talking worst case scenario yeah, for it. Yeah. Because um, I, I, the game will be fantastic. We've seen a lot of gameplay, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I know there was that one trailer. I'm pretty sure there was more. So yeah. There was like a half an hour long gameplay trailer. So. Yeah, so... Like, it, like you said, unless the world just is terrible, it should be a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, April 24th, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Road to Boruto. We, we cover these games. Well, we don't cover them, but we talk about them every year. Nothing I'm interested in. Nintendo Switch uh, in April 24th. Also April 24th, Predator Hunting Grounds for PC and PS4. And then also on the 24th, Trials of Mana for PC, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. That is the remake, I believe, of Trials of Mana. From what I can remember. I believe it is, too. Okay, so that's a game I'm interested in. I don't know if I'll get it, but uh, yeah. It was one I was always intrigued with when it was out for... Was it Super Nintendo? I think so, yeah. PlayStation. It's been too long. Uh, April 28th, Gears Tactics for PC and Xbox One. Um, we talked about that one quite a fair amount. It's the tactics game in the set in the Gears universe. So um, I honestly think the Gears universe is perfect for a tactics game, considering cover is a big thing. Um, so I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this one. It's going to be on Game Pass, so I will absolutely play it. Won't need to buy it. I will definitely play it. So, Yeah, with you there, I'm very excited for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on April, to be announced in April is Minecraft Dungeons for PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. That's also one I'm hoping is on Game Pass, So I don't because I would buy that one. Um, but I'm hoping it's just coming to Game Pass so I can just get it when it comes out. Because Game Pass is great. Game Pass is great. Moving on into May. May 9th, Fast and Furious Crossroads for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. I think that's the game that they announced at the end of the Game Awards that I was very confused by. Fast and Furious? Yeah. <laughs> I ignore pretty much every Fast and Furious thing that I see. Yeah, I like the first two Fast and Furious movies, and I haven't seen any after that. So There's like, what, nine, 19 of them now? Yeah, there's spinoffs. I, I don't know. It's all sorts of stuff. Uh, May 15th, Marvel Marvel's Avengers. That's for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Um, that's one that got ripped on pretty badly last year when they announced it. Um, it's by Crystal Dynamics, um, who you're familiar with, who did the Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider remake. Uh, that did a fantastic job with that. 
Um, but it seems to be a almost a games as a service type of game. Oh, and I timed it perfectly again because that's the video that's on the on the chat right now. Um, yeah, I like. I don't know. I, I it's it's superhero stuff. I'm not the least bit interested in it. Some of it looked like it could have been a cool game, but they seem to have some sort of weird online thing that I didn't quite understand what they were going for. I don't know if you could glean any details out of it, Will. Nope. Yeah. Um, I've, I've kind of come to terms with games as a service thing being okay, uh, but more so if they're free. I have no problem with a game like Fortnite, which is a game that I love very much, uh, that didn't cost me a penny. Um, I, I did buy the battle pass cause I like the game so much, but I could have enjoyed the game without spending a single dime on it. Uh, I'm up to almost a hundred hours already playing Fortnite. So, uh, Jake says he might get it. Jake, what, what about Marvel, uh, Marvel's Avengers interests you? I, I think Jake is kind of in the superhero stuff though, especially the Marvel. So yeah, let us know what, uh, what, what's intriguing to you about it. Cause I, I'm not, not, not so sure. Uh, May 19th, Wasteland 3 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. That's, of course, the most recent Wasteland game. Sort of the uh, top-down isometric uh, RPG. Um, yeah, Jake says he's a huge superhero nerd. So, yeah, that's right up your alley, Ben. Definitely. May 22nd, Man Eater for PS4, Nintendo Switch, PS, uh, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, also on the 22nd, Sword Art Online, Alicization Light Chorus for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. May 29th, The Last of Us Part 2 for PS4. Are you getting that, Will? Oh, yeah. Well, I want to, but I, it's real, a lot of what I get is going to depend on money. Okay. Uh, so yeah, like there's really nothing else I'm going to get in May as of right now. So yeah, that'll probably be something that I do get, uh, on release. So, okay. I mean, it's uh, the last of us. So yeah, I like the last of, well, I like the last of us a lot. It was a fantastic game. I didn't love playing it sometimes though. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I'm with you. I, I love the story. Um, but I, I didn't like the gameplay very much, and part of it was be, part of it is me not liking shooters with a controller. I I can't stand playing a shooter with a controller at all anymore, and that was that was a large part of it. Um, and yeah, some of the part, some of the some of the gameplay stuff was was dull, like pushing Ellie around on a raft repeatedly was got yep. ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the story was good. I mean, Corey, I think, said it best when he said, "I want to watch the Last of Us movie." Yep, right. That's ex- that's how I feel. Yeah, but you know, I'll still. I can I'll imagine. Get it I can. Im- it. Yeah, I can imagine they improved on that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so it's the Last of Us Part Two coming May twenty ninth. A to be announced in May is Siconia when they cry Phase Two for unknown platforms, and then the New World for PC. So the New World is the Amazon MMORPG. Amazon okay. Game, Amazon Game Studios. It's set in like a a colonial universe. Seems neat. Um, I'm playing Greedfall now, which is set in a similar kind of universe. And I think it's an interesting, uh, interesting, like time period to set a game in. I, I like it so far. So, 
Uh, I'm interested in the new world. I, I I don't know that I could pick up an MMORPG right now to play. Um, just because my my kind of go-to game that I play repeatedly right now is, is Fortnite. That's because I, you know, large part because I play with my son. So I don't imagine I'll, I'll be interested in playing this one. But we'll <clears throat> keep you posted on details because it... Uh, it being Amazon's first first game is is interesting enough to me. So, right, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's get into nibble, nibble bits. Will you mentioned talking about the Pokemon stuff? Do you want to <laughs> want to talk about some Pokemon? Yes, there's a Pokemon Direct. I'll try to run through it quick. Uh, they let off with Pokemon Mystery Dungeon DX, which is a remake of the original Mystery Dungeon. It's coming out March uh, 6th of this year. Uh, demo is available today. And your saved data from said demo will carry over to the main game. Uh, that's really cool. I liked the art style for it, too. It looked like a kind of like a Winnie the Pooh-looking um, art style. Uh, it was really unique, especially for the Mystery Dungeon. So uh, I probably won't get that, though, because March is loaded. So I'm just not going to bother with it. I'll probably, sure. if I do end up getting it, it'll be later in the year, like during the summer when not as much games are coming out. But Nintendo announced today. <clears throat> so for those who pay attention to Pokemon, Nintendo usually releases a third game each generation or sequels. So examples are... Uh, for a third game are Yellow for Gen 1, uh, Crystal for Gen 2, Emerald for Gen 3, Platinum for Gen 4, and then Gen 5 did Black and White 2, and then um, Gen 7, Sun and Moon did Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. So they're actually skipping that this year in lieu of DLC instead. Uh, so for $30, you get the expansion pass, which is going to contain two different pieces of... Uh, DLC, one being the Isle of Armor and the second being the count, the Crown Tundra. Uh, so basically, uh, the first one, Isle of Armor, is coming out in June 2020. Uh, it has the theme of growth. It's going to have a wild area added to it. New stuff like clothing, new customizations for the Rodham bike. Uh, I was kind of unclear on a lot of the story, but they're adding a new rival to the game, uh, a new legendary Pokemon, which has different evolutions. Um, they're also adding Gigamaxing Rillaboom, Cinderace, and Atelion, which are the final evolutions of the starter. Uh, tutor moves will be completely new moves. Uh, stuff like an experience charm, which will add in more experience points, uh, new story, all sorts of stuff like that. And then Expansion Pack 2 is the Crown Tundra, which is releasing in fall of 2020. Has a theme of exploration, takes place in the mountains of like snow and stuff like that. New clothing, new wild area, a uh, new legendary Pokemon as well. There's a new co-op mode where you can enter underground dens with friends and encounter older legendary Pokemon, which is fantastic. Um, so like if you were watching it, there looks like there's a Galarian version of uh, Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres, which some of they look really good. I don't know, Dan, how much you saw. None. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't haven't had the opportunity. Oh, man. Well, Zapdos looks like a Chocobo. Oh, nice. Which is pretty cool. Moltres looks a lot cooler. Um, so there's new Reggie Pokemon. For those who uh, have played Gen 3, there was Reggie Ice, Reggie Steel, and Reggie Rock. There looks like there's an electric one and a dark dragon typing. People aren't really sure. Battle challenges, story stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. Um, they're also adding in 200 of the Pokemon that have not been in the game 
that's been confirmed. Venusaur, Blastoise are going to be in there. They're going to have Gigantamax forms the Charizard. Uh, no one really knows what 200 Pokemon they're adding in, and if they're adding new Pokemon in. Um, this caused a huge, <laughs> a huge thing. People are not happy about this. And I don't really know why. Because, yeah, all right, you paid $60 for Pokemon, the new game. For $30, you're getting both expansion packs per game. If you bought both games, you're spending $60 on expansion packs. I doubt you're doing that anyway. You're probably just going to buy the expansion pack for just one of the games. Mm -hmm. So it's $30 for two expansion packs, 200 Pokemon, which they're not even charging you for the 200 Pokemon that they're adding in from um, the older gens. You can get them via trading, or you can transfer them in from uh, Pokemon Home. So again, you don't even need to... Um, pay the DLC to get these Pokemon. People are saying that it's shady and skeezy that Game Freak obviously without this content from the gate base game, this should have been in the base game. How sleazy of them! How dare them! They're making, they're not letting you catch the Pokemon that they're adding to the game in the wild. And to that, I say you've never been able to catch all 800 Pokemon in the Pokemon game. You've had to transfer them into the game anyway. This is literally no different. You, this is no different than you buying the third game or the expansion packs in the other series or in the same series in the last gens. It's no different. I do not understand why people are so up in arms about this. Yeah. All the people complaining have already bought Pokemon. Just don't buy it. I Grow th- up, you man children. You are being ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I'm of the mindset, too, that I think I think there's a lot of stuff there for $60, you know? Um, so I think they're... I think more than any of the other Pokemon games, just the rating alone adds value to the game that that isn't in any of the Pokemon games because it's something you can keep doing. It's something they keep adding to and changing as you play the game. You know? Yeah, I mean, like the wild area in itself is post game content because people are doing raids, people are training Pokemon in the wild areas. Like it's a lot. Yeah, is there a lack of post-game content? Yes, but there's a lack of post-game content in every single Pokemon game ever. Yeah, people point to a couple things like in Gen 1 through 4, but like since Gen 5, there hasn't been good post-game content. Mm. People complain about too many legendary Pokemons in Gen 7, so like they cut back on that, and then it was too little. Enough. I just... this Okay, so the DLCs come out, maybe they suck. I mean, they could be not... Have no story to it. They could be very short. You're wasting $30 on that. But it seems like, as of right now, there's a lot. Like, I'm going to wait and see how it is instead of being, like, mashing on my keyboard with all my might about how they're ripping me off. Like In all caps. In all caps. Like, Reddit is unbelievably bad. I can't even be on it anymore when the Pokemon subreddits. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know. I put 75 hours into Pokemon Shield, and I'm still playing it. I'm still training Pokemon. Like, there's a lot for me to do. And there's not, I haven't been even close to finishing the Pokedex. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like Nintendo doesn't have a history of abusing DLC. All of the DLC that they've put out have been good. So, like, is Pokemon the most stagnant? franchise on nintendo probably yeah i would say it probably is does that mean the dlc is going to be bad no like not everything has to be one way or another just because the most stagnant franchise nintendo has announced is dlc doesn't mean it's going to be bad like they could be trying to change things like i don't know i'm just i was very it was fun reading everything but my god some people need to grow up yeah 
like people are calling each other dense for defending it and stuff like that. It's just like you're getting fake internet points to fight over a children's series. This yeah. is literally made for kids. Yeah. Still, it's still made for kids, and you're 40 playing it. Like, come on. I don't know. I was fired up about that all day because yeah. I'm really pumped for it. But yeah. anyway, that's all my nibble bit. Nice. I only have a couple quick ones. It's the the first is that uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is now available on Xbox Game Pass. Yet again, really? Yeah, another great value. Um, I know you know Will's not a, a fan of the game, but it's it's still like incredibly popular. I was I was gonna give it a try, but. Uh, I ended up playing Greedfall instead, which I'm I'm glad I did. Um, but yeah, it's there, available. Download it, play it. And then my next one is about Platinum Games. Uh, they they got a huge investment from Tencent uh, from China, so they're uh, they're they're rolling deep in the dough. Uh, but they did <laughs> they did say that they have quite a few and uh, games in the works, and then uh, some big announcements to to tease for later on in the year. Uh, one of them, uh, people speculate being Bayonetta three, which I'm very excited for. Um, I'm hoping they do another near game. I think that would be great. Dude, I think for sure they'll do another near game. That yeah. was really popular. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, platinum being the masters of the action hack and slash games. Um, I'm very, very much looking forward to what they have cooking. So, uh, that was all my nibble bits. Uh, now I, this is probably going to be the meaty part of the episode, but, uh, we'll get into our weeks. Will, how was your week? When did we leave off? Uh, since well before Christmas. Has it been that long? Yeah. Jeez. Um, okay. So Christmas cause, happened. Yeah. Cause the, the thummies, we didn't do any of the other segments. So, uh, you're talking early to mid December since we last had like a normal episode. Wow. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Thumbstick Athletes. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Christmas happened. So uh, it was my last Christmas living at home because I don't live at home anymore in uh, the old Newark Valley. Uh, So it was just eating food. I finally finished working two jobs, which felt so good. I literally slept on Christmas until like 10 and then again from noon to like 5. Oh, yeah. just slapped a ton. That's all I really did. I was beat from having to work all all that time that I did for like four months. So I felt good to be done with that. I spent most of my adult life working two jobs, and it's awful. Yeah, I wouldn't it's, recommend it. It's awful, and I'm gonna have to do it again here. So it's just like, uh, doesn't end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So spent Christmas uh, with the family, uh, and then pretty much moved. Yeah. So yeah, I want I want to hear about the move. I didn't. I got a few details, but I. Again, I don't like to find out too much because I like to have stuff to talk about for our weeks because I usually have nothing to talk about. So, Yeah, yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, I moved to Norwalk, Connecticut, which is it's only like three and a half hours from where I used to live. But, you know, it's another state uh, away from home. So that's where I'm at now. Uh, and the move actually went really smooth. So Corey and my parents uh, all went with me. So pretty much I loaded up what... I don't even know if I talked about this before the thummies, but I 
had finished my serving job like the 14th of December. Uh, and then I packed my car up and me and my friends, uh, my one friend who I'm living with right now, my roommate, came to Binghamton to help me move some stuff. Actually, both my roommates helped me move. But after I finished work, I drove to here, unpacked my car full of stuff, his car full of stuff, and unpacked and got some stuff in here. So that way, like when I came the second time that I wouldn't have like to rent anything, I could just bring up the rest of my stuff and get it unpacked, have it be quick. And we could screw around in Norwalk, check out the city and stuff like that. So that's what I did. Um, but I still had more stuff. Like when you move, you don't realize how much stuff that you have and how much stuff you want to bring. It's, it was absurd. Uh, and I kind of felt bad because like mom wanted me to clean out more of my stuff that like the junk stuff, but I didn't get a chance to. Uh, so there's some stuff that I have to go back and take care of, but yeah, so I loaded up the Tiguan again and I loaded up, uh, mom and dad's car and drove back here with everything, unpacked everything. I really like the apartment. The apartment is really nice. It's the, in a complex, uh, that we live in is, it's awesome. Uh, there's a lot of amenities here. There's like, for example, there's like a coffee machine in the, the coffee bar area, does uh, lattes, cappuccinos, French vanilla. The machine just does all of that, which is really cool. It's free too. So nice. the money that we would spend on K-Cups, going to Starbucks, going to Dunkin', that just isn't a thing anymore. That's uh, awesome. We just we just get it from there. It's free. So however much – I mean, we drink way more coffee now <laughs> than we would before. Sure. <laughs> but uh, so that's free. Don't have to spend five, six bucks every day on coffee. Uh, so that's actually a huge money saver uh, thing that we have. We've got like a pool, a gym. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you: is a fully equipped gym, so you don't have to pay for a gym membership anymore? No, not for what I do. Like my roommate Evan, who's not into working out, it's good for him because he can get a good start with it. Like you could do cardio. There's a lot of cardio stuff. There's some dumbbells, but the dumbbells only really go up to forty. Uh, so I really wouldn't be able to do anything. There's really no free weights, so. Uh, other than dumbbells. So I would like for me and Johnny, like <laughs> we need to go to a gym, but like for somebody who's not super into it, you, you would be fine going to it and getting a workout in. So, um, there's that, there's a concierge that concierge desk too, for all that stuff that they do. Um, it's, yeah, it's really nice. Um, I'm loving it here. I have the biggest room and I'm really, I'm loving it. Nice. <laughs> um, I got some, What's that? How's Norwalk as a city compared to where we live? So we used to live. You used to live. This is the biggest thing I've had to adjust. It's the sun. <laughs> oh, you mean it's not cloudy 310 days a year? Dan, so every morning I wake up. The blinds suck here. So I wake up every morning at like 7. Johnny goes to work at 9. Evan starts work. He works remotely at 8. So they're up already. So I get up with them and I cook breakfast. Johnny actually cooked breakfast today, but like I had been cooking breakfast for everyone because I was so sick and tired of waking up at 11 every day or 12 and missing half my day being up till four or five. Yeah. Um, I just got tired of doing that. So I'm like, all right, I'll just get up when they get up, cook breakfast. I'll be up so on and so forth. But I've been waking up at like seven or seven thirty every day because the sun beams through the blinds so bright. I have never seen bright sun like that before it's been every morning i've been here two weeks and it's been like that every morning but like one Hmm. where it was cloudy wow so yeah that's a lot different which is crazy but for those who don't know binghamton where we live or or i used to live where dan is around is like the cloudy like a top 
15 cloudy area in the United States, it's, right? It's uh but I think Buffalo was number one, and it's, so that that it's considered the the same like area, or maybe Seattle was number one, but Buffalo is number two. But we get the same like cloud cover as Buffalo because we're in the jet stream there. That yep. kind of it juts up like as you get further east. So like where you are, you're right along the sea, so you probably get currents off the sea that push any cloud cover further away. Yep. So yeah, that's the big, that's a huge thing I've had to adjust to. Um, it's just, it's more, it's funny when I talk to people about Binghamton, it's just like, oh, like I lived in a town that's one stoplight big and they're like, what really? And I'm like, yeah. And I had to drive 30 minutes to work because like my job is 15 minutes away, but it's only eight miles. So like I'm not traveling very far to work, which is good because I have a lease and I wouldn't be able to do it otherwise if nothing was close. So when the weather gets nice, is it, is it with it? Like if you wanted to get a bike, you could bike there easily enough or. Yeah, I probably, ah, it'd be hard because of the highway. Oh, you have to get on the highway. Okay. It's a lot of highways. So probably not. But the good thing is Dan, the gym is four minutes away. Mm-hmm. The grocery store is two minutes away. Mm-hmm. Like we're right along the park. Everything that we kind of need is right on the, the Merritt parkway. So, like, we're right by everything. I drive 0.1 mile to the gym, not even that to the grocery store. So, like, everything is super-duper close. So we're right centrally located, everything. Um, if I wanted to go to New York City, I could just hop on the train, get there pretty quickly. Nice. Um, yeah, another thing I'm adjusting to is the areas surrounding here are disgustingly wealthy. It's a little jarring Yeah, sure. to me. Because, like, where we're living is just, like, uh, like the poor part. We don't, uh, Oh, you're in the poor part of the city. <laughs> and it's, like, if you ask mom, dad, and Corey. It's way like, nicer no, than where we're from. It's nice. It's pretty nice, yeah. yeah. And, like, just, like, going to where I work is just, like, we always talk about the biggest joke. To, like, we joke about this, that they show off by having gates on their property. Mm-hmm. So, like, they have a huge front gate to be able to get in, like, tennis courts. Like, that's kind of where I work because I work at an Italian restaurant. So like, that's a huge adjustment. Like, cause I served at a college bar basically. Yeah. <laughs> so like having to like wear a suit and tie to work and nice dress pants, like that's not me in, in any way. Um, so like fancy dining has been an interesting adjustment for me to make. Uh, so I'm doing that. It's kind of the point where I'm actually going to work at, uh, we have a place called colony pizza that I'm going to apply to. And it's actually owned by Chris jury, Dan. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, so and all it is is just pizza and like drinks and it's a really it's like the do it's like kind of like Dos Rios, which is where I worked. It's like kind of a a bar atmosphere, but also like a dining atmosphere too. But all they do is pizza. Yeah, they do a so handful of things, but they do it really well. Exactly. Yep. So it's just like easy menu, easy drinks, uh, different crowd of people than the very wealthy, mm-hmm. the wealthy elite. <laughs> um, so like that's a an adjustment, but yeah, like I'm really lo- loving Norwalk so far. Um, like I said, been only been here two weeks, but it's been it's been a good adjustment. I'm missing my fr- like friends and family back home, obviously, sure. but it oh. is easy having two friends living with me. Yeah. So your your niece and nephew were were distraught when they found out that you moved and they wouldn't want to play <laughs> video games with you anymore. Oh, I'll be back though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I told them. And uh, you also have an aquarium in Norwalk that we're going to planning on visiting at some point in the summer. So, yeah. So, uh, we actually, um, so when you're from the area, 
that you live in, you don't think highly of it. You're just like, yeah, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't. You're just like, yeah, we, I don't see anything cool. Uh, I'm used to it. I don't really think much of it. But all of the people from Norwalk actually speak very highly of the aquarium. They yeah. say it's incredible. Yep, that's what I've heard. So, so we'll that, be going there at some point. Yeah, there's also um, we're right by the beach, and by the beach, like we're on the Long Island Sound, so like it's not like a it's not clear water or cocoa or something like that, or any of the beaches down in Florida or in California, but like for being 12 minutes away, like we have a beach nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, that's pretty cool to be able to see. Um, yeah. There's just like, I'd like being by water and that's kind of right. It's just right there. So yeah. it's a cool, cool little bonus to me for me uh, personally, but yeah, no, it's, it's been going really well. Um, well, we're very jealous that you've been able to free yourself from, from the <laughs> confines of this horrible, horrible area. It's actually really funny. Um, the person, so Johnny works for his friend, Max, and like we hang out at his house quite a bit. And his dad, he lives with his parents right now because he's in the process of getting a house. Um, and we're talking to Max's dad and he, we, he actually grew up in Vestal or <laughs> he lived there two years in okay. Vestal or whatever. Oh. So he knows. Uh, well, so we're talking to him about it, and we go, "Well, what'd you think? Did you like, you know, the Binghamton area?" And he goes, "No." He's he goes, "I was like too young to have memories because I was way, I was just way too young." He's like, "But I vividly remember not enjoying any of that area." Yeah. So I was like, "Yeah, there it is, That's right about, there." It's about right. It's about so, how most people feel. Yeah. And, no. It, it, and now that it's winter time too, I I've talked about this before, but we always get the itch to move really badly in the winter because of it's it's not been too bad but it's been really cold here the past few days like my car wouldn't start this morning because it's been sitting in the driveway for three weeks not driven yeah you know i the one time i go just that 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 sort of stuff and you know the economic depression of the area Mm -hmm. just it's getting to be too much so we've got the itch again it goes away a little bit in the summer but the summer rolls only like three weeks yeah like i think the fall and summer is pretty in binghamton like i kind of i i enjoy it but i mean like here it's just like we have stanford which is like a huge like financial area like norwalk is got people who live in or work in new york city live in norwalk like new york city is right there just a lot of that like it snowed once and it didn't even cover anything since i've been here um it's just yeah it's how it's weird how different it is being so close yeah so um yeah i'm honestly loving it i'm excited to get more settled in actually be working so i can make some money so i can actually do things um so um i'm gonna be picking up a second job here hopefully pretty soon so i'll be making a little bit more money and have uh some more disposable income it helps that tax season is now too so i can get a return Mm-hmm. so um yeah but no i'm i'm really honestly i'm loving it here other than that like i think that's about most of my week uh my setup is really nice by the way in my room nice. how i've got it all going so very happy with that my new bed's very comfortable which is a plus because i bought it on amazon didn't really know what to expect what did, do you got a memory foam from amazon yeah queen memory foam nice yeah it was probably not too expensive it was like 150 yeah and my bed frame was like 150 so yeah. i really only spent 300 dollars. and on even bed. if you in a couple of years it's all worn out like it's only another 150 bucks you know like 
Why would you exactly. ever spend thousands? Unless you get like one of the sleep number beds, like mom and dad. But if yep. you're like us, like we get the cheap mattresses, like uh, especially for the kids who barf on their beds. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll just <laughs> throw it out and buy them a new mattress for a hundred and ten bucks. One of my friends came to visit, and he was very upset that he spent like seven hundred dollars on a mattress and a bed frame. And he's like, "Your bed's way more comfortable." He's like, "That's not fair." Yeah. It's like, how much did you spend? I was like, like three hundred. Altogether, yeah, for queen mattress and frame, like you said, they were both on sale, so that helped me. Like, I think together they're like maybe four hundred, mm-hmm. but still, so that's not bad. No, but not bad at all. I was also very fortunate that uh, Giant's parents have helped getting a lot of stuff for uh, the apartment, and mm-hmm. obviously, mom and dad and Corey were huge help with yeah. getting stuff because I didn't realize how expensive stuff like bed sheets are, and like, yeah. Uh, pots and pans, groceries. Like, I didn't really realize... Like, I knew groceries were going to be kind of a pan and be expensive, but, like, they helped out with so much. Like, mom got me a lot of sheets that I can have, and just, like, I would be... I didn't really think about... <laughs> it's a good thing I just saved as much money as I did. Otherwise, I would just be like, oh, my God. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a, it's a pretty cool area. And this is my first first experience living with friends and everything, and it's going very well. So Nice. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Dan? Oh, Christmas well, Christmas break and Christmas was, was kind of a nightmare this year. Yeah. Um, so we had a stomach virus go through our – rip through our household uh, over the break. Um, my daughter had it first. She had it for – four days um but she was just she was just uh like put down by it she didn't end up barfing or anything um but she had like almost severe abdominal pain for four days so she pretty much just laid in bed through christmas uh Uh, and then my twins got it one at a time and just as the first twin got better the second twin got it so the entire winter break was was stomach illness uh, my wife does not do well with with stomach <laughs> illness, um, so I was the des- I'm the designated barf cleaner upper. Um, so it was a lot of cleaning up barf and making sure everyone was hydrated. It was it was terrible. Um, so you didn't have fun. <laughs> no, it was a miserable Christmas break. Um, <laughs> but it's over now. Everyone seems to be healthy, which is good. Uh, hopefully, we could stay that way for a good long while. I don't want to go through that again. Um, so yeah, we didn't even end up. Uh, so normally, my our our we we just as of last year started hosting Christmas Eve. Uh, we had to cancel it this year because of because of the illness ripping through our household. Um, so I haven't had Christmas with, with we haven't had Christmas with mom and dad yet, or uh, Val's dad and his wife. So we still have two 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 Christmases that we're doing this weekend. Um, yeah. Oh, we, you jeez. Yeah, we had well, we we missed Val's family's Christmas. Her mom came Christmas Day. Um, that was the only extended family that we had could we had Christmas with at all. So yeah. yeah, it was it was a it was a rough week. Um but I played a lot of video games because of that. So uh, specifically Stardew Valley with because of its uh almost supernatural ability to relax you when you're playing. Yeah. It, so um <laughs> so there was that. Uh we got a cat in our household too. Yeah, well, that came out of nowhere. Yeah, so I had been fighting against it for a very long time. Uh, I knew damn well when we got a cat that I would be the one to take care of it because that's always what happens. We have 
two fish tanks. We have a dog, which you know well because you t- you took care of the, our household when we were in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fish tanks aren't aren't too much trouble. I have to do water changes every now and again. Uh, the dog is getting old, so you know he's it's a little harder to get him to get up and go to the bathroom when 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 we want him to. Uh, when he's ready to go, he'll go go right right when he wants. But um, you know, there's that. So. I fought for the longest time against getting a cat. Finally, I, because I knew I was outnumbered by everybody. Finally, I was like, you know what? I don't think it's a good idea, but I'll leave it up to everyone else. If you find a cat that you like, fine. Uh, so my wife knew uh, someone she knew, someone we knew from high school, was fostering a young cat was that was good with people, good with kids. So they went over and and uh, and met the cat filled out the paperwork and yeah, like a week later, it was all over the holiday. So it took a lot longer than normally than it normally does. But we had, you know, fill it, cause it was an adoption through whatever. Um, so yeah, we get, we got her. She, we brought her into the house on, it was a Friday night. So we brought her into the house. You know, my dog has been around cats before, but mom and dad's cats. Um, we brought her into the house and he had no idea like uh, anything was anything different was going on. So we, we put the, we put the cat care on the table and opened it and the cat just like stayed in there. She didn't, didn't want to come out at all. Um, cause she's uh four or five months too, which she's young. Cause we wanted to get a young cat too. Cause uh, we wanted her to be used to kids, used to the dog. We didn't want a cat that was like set in its ways, you know? Yeah. Um, so the cat, you know, the, the, the dog and the cat didn't notice each other for a while uh it wasn't until much later that night that they finally noticed each other but um yeah the cat got around and, and got down and, and like looked around a little bit but then got back up onto the table and hid in her cat carrier um so later on that night after the kids went to bed uh the dog was like sniffed her out because she had been like behind the couch and stuff um and the dog's like <laughs> what well he kept looking at like looking at us like whoa guys guys i'm on there's something in here and he <laughs> it was really funny to watch because he's like he's like there's ser-, like because you know he'll sniff around and we'll be like emily there's nothing there um but he he was like no there's there's seriously something here this I time promise this time <laughs> yeah no there's really something here what what's going on uh and then you the the at one point the dog was sleeping on the floor like in the in the entryway and the cat hadn't seen the dog yet so the cat like walked around the corner and saw the dog and was like, Oh my God, what is that? Like you could almost read their thoughts when that, when, when she reacted uh, and she took off and hid. Um, but since uh, she's been here about, a, it'll be a week tomorrow that she's been here. Uh, okay. She mostly hides during the day, but comes out and is very friendly with everybody at night. Her and the dog get along just fine. They've sniffed each other and all that stuff. So. Okay. What, so what's of, the name? The, the cat's name is Rose. Rose. Okay. So the cat, the the people who the that were fostering the cat named the cat Rose. The kids didn't want to change her name. Okay, that's fair. So it's still Rose. Um, so me and my wife decided it was for Rose Tyler from Doctor Who, because we usually like to name our cats after or our pets after nerdy, uh, nerdy fictional people that we like. Yeah, so that works out actually really well. A little Rose. Yep, Rose Tyler. So she's a great tiger. She looks like Pris. If you do, you remember Pris at all? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I, I couldn't remember how, I mean, we had her, she was 18, 19 or whatever when she passed. She was pretty yeah, old. Pris lived the longest out of the original three. Yeah. Cause I was around for Spook, Pris and Jasmine. Oh, okay. And Spook was gone first, followed by Jasmine and then Pris. Yeah. But she was, uh, like I said, 18 or 19 or however old she was. She was old. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it looks looks just like her uh, mini- miniature version, obviously, because she's she's still young. Um, Has Rose's personality started to? Because like a little we, bit. we got we got Nina, and Nina was like oh like calm, sweet, and then like as she got comfortable, she was a terror. Yeah, no, that's that's starting to come out a little bit now because like I said, she's been here for about a week, um, so she's starting to you know jump up on things that she's not supposed to. Scratching the couch a little bit. Um, I mean, our kids have done a, a number on our couch anyway, so um, if it ends up kind of getting ruined, that's not a big deal. It's not much longer for this world anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's been it's been it's been nice so far. Uh, the kids really love her, and she's she's attached to me already, which mm-hmm. I knew, knew was going to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's, I it's I so miss far. having a pet around. Like oh sure. I don't want a pet because I don't want to take care of it, but I do miss like when I want to have a pet around, Yeah, you know? Yep. Yeah. The cat, like I'll be sitting there at night just on my phone or playing video games or whatever. And she'll come over and lay on my lap and purr and make me pet her. Mm-hmm. So and Gimli well, does too. I actually, uh, you know, earlier today, cause she came out a little bit during the day, I was laying on the chair, petting Gimli with one hand and petting the cat with the other hand. It was, <laughs> was kind of nice. I mean, cats are great because of how low maintenance they are. Like, just that's just it. Like, I have to do the litter box, and I give her food. Like, that's all I need to do. <laughs> so everything else is by the cat's own volition at yep. that point. Yep, exactly. So, uh, so that was the big thing. The only other thing I have I have to talk about is I've been really busy with computers too, um, which is good and bad. Um. So when we first started the computer business a few years ago, the way it worked is I'd get a computer or two and then go months without another order. And then I get an order or two and then months without an order. It's slowly building and building. And then I would get, I think like starting last year, I would get like six or eight at a time and then not have any for like a month or then I get another six or eight. Uh, But now it's just been like a steady stream of computers, which is actually good because I can plan it out a little bit better. Um, but you should see all the boxes I have with computer parts down here. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think I, and, and we always get, we always get slammed like mid to late January too. I don't know why. Um, so we're, we're stocking up on, on inventory, uh, to get, to get slammed again. But I actually even bought myself a, a computer building tool kit specific for it. Cause I've, oh. I got tired of using like a crappy screwdriver that I had. Um, and then like I would use these mini screwdrivers for the little, uh, NVMe solid state drive screws, um, Mm -hmm. that they, none of them were magnetic or anything like that. So I would drop screws constantly. I, I invested the $15 in buying myself a nice set of electronics tools. That's awesome. And buying new tools, like will cut down on time that you have to fiddle with everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely going to help. It's something I should have done a long time ago, but. When I get money, I don't like to spend it on stuff like that, you know. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's been that's been good. But it was it was hard when everyone was sick because I'd have to like build a sneak in building a computer, uh, you know, when I when I could, which was not very often because I had to be be around in case anyone barfed on themselves or barfed on something. So, um, but that's all I have. Um, yeah, hopefully we can get back into the normal normal uh, swing of things with recording and whatnot. Yeah, I don't see why we wouldn't be able to. Yeah, because we we missed a week with an episode. It was it would, be, it would have been like the day after Christmas we should have recorded an episode, but 
that was when we were in the thick of all the illness and so that's yeah. so that's why I did the recap the week after and then we got back to normal episodes this week so yeah all right let's get into what we played will yeah let's do it dan uh i'll get started uh first off i will talk about what's this uh spyro 2 so i started spyro 2 on a whim uh ripto's rage ripto's rage wanted to play something on the xbox um yeah i mean it's it's kind of more the same i i generally like it there's a couple things that i don't one of the ones being unlocking abilities yeah uh the only reason i didn't care for that was because when i when i play spyro i like to get everything and then move on to the next stage and then get everything and and you can't do that because you have to unlock abilities like uh climbing or swimming drives you crazy um, right yeah so i i the, there was there would be parts that i have to remember like oh okay i didn't get everything in this level uh because there was a climbing part so i had to go back into the you know into the first world and and re-get that after i got the climbing ability uh so i didn't like that that too much but uh otherwise it's 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 more the same it's 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 great other than that so yeah i mean it's a great game out of all the three original spiros it's definitely my least favorite but mm-hmm. still good yeah um, so I'm, you know, I'm working on that slowly. I'll, I'll keep, keep occasionally playing that. And, uh, cause I, I, I need to beat that, beat that trilogy. Uh, I didn't have much memory of, of Spyro two either. Uh, I know I played a ton of the first one. I played a little bit of the second one, then none of the third one. So the third one, Dan might be my favorite. I remember you saying that. So I'm, I'm excited to, to play that. I very much like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yeah, Spyro Two, good stuff. Um, that trilogy is a steal for forty bucks. It's just a steal. If you, you can find get it on it, sale, yeah, you could, I was gonna say if you can find it cheaper, also a steal. Uh, I ended up getting it on PC too, which is nice uh, for it was one of the humble monthlies. So I got it for twelve dollars. I got the yeah the the, cra- the crash bandicoot trilogy and the spiral trilogy and then something else too i got for call of duty $12. world war ii yeah like that's ridiculous that's a good value it also play it plays really nicely at 60 frames too um that is a nice nice thing but also uh, i hope everyone was able to buy the ultimate edition of uh assassin's creed odyssey yes. i told you guys too late it i was... knew about it a day or two before and i decided to bring it up and i i should have done it earlier that's right <laughs> uh, i'm sure it'll go on sale again me and cory will maybe split it next time yeah for those who don't know uh, xbox and playstation was running an assassin's creed ultimate edition um sale and what that was it was assassin's creed odyssey all of the dlc for the game and the ac3 remaster all for 30 dollars mm-hmm. so amazing deal yeah um Moving on, Fortnite. So I played a lot of Fortnite over break. I played keyboard and mouse on the Xbox Fortnite, uh, which played kind of the same. Um, a few differences. The mouse that I have that I took upstairs with me is not as good as the mouse that I have on my computer. It's my old gaming mouse. Um, so that was that was a little bit weird to get used to. I also uh, because it was on my it, you know it was upstairs on my TV. It was I didn't want to come downstairs and play Fortnite. Because my son always, you know, he's always wanted to play Fortnite. Uh, I didn't want to come downstairs and, and not know if someone was, like, being sick or needed help upstairs. So I just stayed upstairs, played Fortnite on the Xbox. Uh, runs at 60 frames. It doesn't look as good as my computer, obviously, but but it, it was it was 
good enough. Um, yeah, I played played with keyboard and mouse. I sat on a uh, a little step stool and then played with my keyboard and mouse on my coffee coffee table. So uh, it was very uncomfortable, uh, but we did get a W. Yeah. So I think it was our second game that we played, uh, me on the Xbox, my son on a Switch, that we got uh, a, a Victory Royale, uh, which was which was cool. Um, so I've gotten them just about every way. I haven't gotten one for me on the Switch, but I probably won't. Um, but we also played with my daughter. She played a couple couple rounds with us, so that was that was fun to play with my son and daughter in Fortnite. So we just have to get the wife on next time. <laughs> be, have a uh, team be a team of four um but the cool thing was uh some people liked it some didn't i happened to love it but they had lightsabers and blasters for a star wars event um so lightsabers in Fortnite was incredible um so you would just find them in chests like you would any other any other loot or guns that you get um the blasters you had to loot off of first order troopers um, there was a couple of areas where there was crashed TIE fighters and first order troopers that would be around there. You'd have to kill them. They were NPCs. So you'd have to kill them to get their guns. <clears throat> um, I why people wouldn't like, well, I guess I can see why people wouldn't like that. If they like a pure Fortnite experience. Yeah, the, well, they were, they were a little bit overpowered um, oh. because you could block damage like, like <laughs> deflecting lightsabers. You know, you could block bullets from guns. So uh, <laughs> they were definitely overpowered. But it was so fun to like cut someone down uh, with the lightsabers. It was so fun. Um, yeah, it was it was great stuff. Uh, I think that's all I had for Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, the lightsabers were awesome. Like I said, a lot of people didn't like them, but they were they were so fun. And uh, my sons, we had watched a bunch of the Star Wars movies over the break too. So my son is now into Star Wars stuff. So uh, that was really cool for him to be able to use the lightsabers from some of the some of the star wars heroes which ones did you guys watch we've watched all the the prequel trilogy and then we're to the towards the end of return of the jedi so two of the two of the old ones oh wow okay yeah how does he feel about the old ones versus the prequel um i was surprised at how into the originals he was because i didn't think they would hold up as well for uh for that generation you know because of the it doesn't have as much of the flashy effects and stuff yeah um but he was he was definitely more into them um he was most him and my daughter because my daughter watched a little bit here and there um in revenge of the sith when when obi-wan and anakin are duking it out they were shitting themselves uh, (laughs) because they didn't want anything to happen to obi-wan um and then we've gotten to the point uh, in Return of the Jedi where the where Luke is with the the Emperor and Darth Vader, and I actually had to turn it off because he he like couldn't watch it because he was too stressed out about what was going to happen. <laughs> so we're taking a break from Star Wars. We're gonna we're gonna revisit it at some point. That's that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's actually something I wanted to bring up in my week um, was was that we watched a lot of the Star Wars movies. So. <laughs> So yeah, we have to uh, we have to watch Rogue One and then and and the new ones. So yeah, uh, there's that uh, Stardew Valley. So Stardew Valley I started playing um, because of the therapeutic effects of it. 
Um, and I probably put about 50 hours into, I started a new farm. A lot of it was because of the 1.4 update. I kind of wanted to see what was in there. Uh, and you need to start a new game to experience all that stuff. So I started a new farm uh, and played about 50 hours. I'm partway through summer of year two. Um, man, what a great game that is. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I spent, there was probably two or three nights where I was up until three, four in the morning playing it when I knew I should have gone to bed. Um, but I just kept playing it because it's so, so good. So good. So if you're looking for a game to relax, games for relaxation, number one, Stardew Valley. It's a good, chill game to end the night. Yeah, it definitely. is. Um, and I was, you know, because I, cause I, like, I knew what to do at that point. Uh, I, I bought that for my son, too. He's been playing Stardew Valley also. So there's that. Does he like it? Yeah, he does. He's he's I think almost done with summer. I think he's keep going into fall and oh, wow. first 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 year, yeah. So Max is becoming a connoisseur of games at this point. Yes, he is. It's it's been cool to show that, you know, show him things cuz you know, for the longest time he'd only play Breath of the Wild and and uh uh Mario Odyssey. But he's he's played a lot. He played Minecraft over break too uh, and got really into that, so yeah, to be really... young and have that time again. Oh, I know. He, I mean, he's put like 450 hours into Breath of the Wild <laughs> <laughs> since it came out. So I wish I could do that. Oh, I do too. I do too. Um, so yeah, that's Stardew Valley. I love it. I I do want to like complete the playthrough. You know, finish. What is it, the end of spring of year one that you have to meet your grandfather? Mm-hmm. Or is it the end of winter? Year. End of winter, winter, winter. End of winter of year two. The beginning of year three is when you're supposed to do it, right? I think so. So yeah. Um, Super Mario Party. So we got this as a Christmas gift for the fam. I wish Corey was on because I know he did not like it at all. Um, I don't. I mind played it. it too. Did you? What? What? Did, okay. What did you? I mean, what did you think about it? Because I like it, it. I think it's good for for kids for us to play with our kids. What, yeah. What were your thoughts about it? And I don't remember. I don't remember Corey's specific complaints about it. I just uh, we all kind of thought that the mini games weren't great anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of just stupid. Mm-hmm. Not that they were like if so. Like if we were all hanging out and you guys all said let's play Mario Party, I would never be like no, I don't want to play that. I would right. play it every time. It's just there's been better Mario Party games, I sure. guess. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's okay. I feel like it's good for the kids because there's a lot more randomness to it, uh, random events and stuff that that help them. Whereas when we play Smash Brothers, like I win ninety five percent of the time, probably maybe more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's. It's okay. It's 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 not great. Yeah. It's okay. That, that, that's what I'll say about it. Um, but but they love it. Like they love they love playing it. So uh, they like uh, screwing me over by stealing <laughs> my stars and stealing my coins, uh, which is fine. You know, it's part of the game. So have you gotten mad yet? No, no, I don't get mad at that one. It's it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I it I feel like it's really like more geared towards kids i think the a lot of the mini games are are very simplistic and because mm-hmm. it's it's for kids yeah uh yeah I, in your situation will like if someone was ever like hey if we're 
together, whatever, playing video games, probably wouldn't choose to play Mario Party. I would rather play Smash Brothers or Mario Kart or something. Mm-hmm. But I would never be against actually playing it. So. Oh, I'd, I'd play it, but I, I wouldn't suggest it. Yeah, we'll say that. that's like. That's a good way to put it. I wouldn't suggest it, but if everyone's like, let's play Mario Party, I'd be like, heck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 fun to play with the kids. So, I uh, played played some Smash Brothers too. I actually uh, got my wife a Yoshi themed GameCube controller. Nice, kind of as a late Christmas gift, because um, she mentioned like after Christmas she was going to buy herself one, or that she was interested in having one, is how she put it. And then a couple days later, because I ordered one like as soon as I could after that. Uh, and then a couple of days later, she was like, so I, I'm, I'm going to order myself a, a GameCube controller. Like, what what should I get? I was like, don't, because you have one coming tomorrow. From Amazon, <laughs> so <laughs> Just wait. Uh, so now the four, my daughter got one for Christmas, too. She got a, a Peach GameCube controller. Uh, so now the four of us have GameCube controllers to play Smash Brothers with, which is awesome. We have that problem out here. Uh, me and Evan just didn't bring our GameCube controllers. Oh, other really? than the two that I thought to bring, so oh, okay. it's only been pretty much me that I've been playing Smash. Yeah, they have. So these were twenty five dollar wired GameCube controllers, uh, mm-hmm. USB. So they plug into US the USB ports on the on the Switch. So I actually had to get a USB hub because there's only three ports, three USB ports on the on the Switch. So I I got up USB hub because you can connect up to eight USB controllers. So. So now we can connect six. So when when the twins get a little older, they can get their own USB controllers, and we can oh man duke it out all the six of us. Family game nights that you guys have are <laughs> going to be Smash Brothers. That's yeah. going to be so cool. Yeah, exactly. Because that's one of the few you can't play Mario Kart with six people. Well, no, actually we could because we have multiple switches. We just have to get another cartridge. Doesn't the GameCube not? Oh no, it doesn't. It's only four, right? Four player. What's that? It's Mario Kart. It does. You have to have have it on multiple switches, though. You can oh. do eight, eight p up to eight people. I think maybe twelve. I don't know. It might, Whatever. It might, the... only, it might only be eight, but we we just have to, like I said, play it on two different switches, which we have. We just need to get another copy of the game. Uh, but yeah, I I freaking love Smash Brothers. It's so good. Yeah, it's frustrating, but it's a great game. Sure. Uh, and then last. But not least, I played Greedfall. Uh, so Corey texted, uh, texted me at some point saying, hey, I bought Greedfall on Xbox, so if you want to play it. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll play it. So I downloaded it. And a lot of times when I just downloaded a game on an Xbox, I just never end up playing it. But one day I was like, you know what? Or one night uh, I, I had trouble falling asleep. I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fire up Greedfall. So I played it for, oh, you know, it was the night we got the cat. So I started playing it, but she was... She was disturbing my my gaming, so I, I put it down. So I only played half an hour, and then a couple nights later, I I had trouble sleeping, so I I played it. And um, so far, I really like it. Grief Falls is is pretty cool. Um, so it's set in like a colonial time. There's a bunch of different factions uh, in the game that sort of interact with each other, and as you do things in the game, you level up or, or degrade your relationships with with factions. Um, I'm not even so the whole most of the game takes place on like a new island that they found that you're you're going to be the legate of uh your cousin is gonna gonna be the governor of it so you're you're getting shipped off there together i actually haven't even made it to the island i'm just in the city that you start in uh do of course doing all the side quests um 
but it does the whole side quest um multiple ways multiple pathways to uh to an end very well um you know there's a bunch of you could talk your way out of things you can fight your way out of things you can craft different things and sneak around so there's there's multiple pathways to to complete your objectives does that very well uh it's got a super interesting setting um, there's sort of like a plague going on in the city that you're in. So part of the reason why you're going toward to the to the new world is to try to find something that might cure, help cure the the plague that's happening uh, in your city. Uh, graphics look good. The settings look really good. The people not quite as much. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's also mm-hmm. got some some jank to it. The combat is is a little bit janky, uh, but it's it's serviceable. It's enough, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's I'm it's it's a surprisingly good game. I'll I'll put it that way. And I, I'm very interested in the world, very interested in the characters. Uh, surprisingly so. You know, I thought it would be a game I'd be like, okay, this is not bad, but I'm rather enjoying it so far. It's an enjoyable game overall. Yeah, yeah, it is. Eric and I really wanted to pull the trigger on that, but I kind of didn't want to spend the money at the time. And then Eric. Corey said uh, there's might be some there's a lot of talking and Eric was kind of yeah. against it so it is, we didn't it, end up getting it. It is very Dragon Agey uh, and also the the dialogue isn't like as entertaining as something like The Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not as funny and uh, witty. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Does it take itself too serious? Um, it's hard to tell so far. Only because I'm so early in the game, I think potentially it's it's it's, it's definitely more serious than than you know Outer Worlds or Outer mm. Wilds even you know like so. Uh, and then a couple other things that I played a little bit of. I played a tiny bit of Sekiro, um, just because I was curious on on how I would do after such a long break. I probably haven't played it in six months, and I was pretty bad at it. Um, <laughs> took me probably an hour to get used to the controls again i tried to tackle a few bosses that i had had trouble with and you know embarrassed myself um but such a good game uh and then i played a uh, a hockey sim on mobile called world hockey manager which i really liked for probably a week and then i deleted it i rage quit uh it's it's like a simplistic eastside hockey manager Mm -hmm. uh, but it got to the point where it seemed like i needed to spend money to keep my team from losing a lot Wait, like really? Car- yeah, it seemed like the cards were stacked against my... I was losing to teams that were, like, half as good as my team consistently. Like, once in a while, that'll happen, but I started to lose a lot, and I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. So huh. I, del- I deleted it. Rage quit. Well, I wonder who developed it. I don't write them. Write them an email saying, you guys are trying to make me spend money. That's yeah. not right. Yeah. Yeah. So I had enough, and I deleted I mean, I usually with mobile games will only play them for about a week anyway so yeah that's, a, that's about whoa pecorine scored by the way i just saw that yeah I'm, i just checked the score pecorine scored that's fantastic i was gonna interject earlier but <laughs> wait does it does it matter does it or do because i have them in fantasy does that help me yeah you should get a goal i hope so that's a question for sparky doodle yes it is i, I don't think commissioner is still in the chat but I'd like an answer on that. We'll ask in the WhatsApp. Anyway, so that's all I have. Will, what do you got for us? Oh, Dan, I got some stuff for you. Um, 
So, man, where should I even start? I guess I'll start with the group stuff that we've been playing. We've been playing a lot of Smash Brothers and a lot of NHL 20. Um, NHL 20 is okay. Uh, it's fun to play competitively. Very frustrating, though. Um, there are a few things that... It's just... There's the same gripes every year, I feel, that I have with NHL. It's just like... The penalty button, which is the poke check, gets tripping all the time. We probably both take 15 minutes worth of penalties Mm -hmm. um, between poke checks and slashes. uh, And the game arbitrarily decides if you're going to get a five-minute major for slashing. So um, stuff like that, it's fine. Character, Not characters. Players get hung up on each other pretty easily in this one, too, which can be frustrating, especially when... Like, say you're carrying the puck through the zone and you slightly go, like if you're a winger and you go to the center, the center just automatically goes to take the wing. So you kind of, like, get caught up on each other sometimes if you're not careful. Uh Uh, So that's kind of frustrating. You can still cheat the goalie by doing a specific move from uh, beyond the circle Mm -hmm. to score a goal every time. Uh, which is extremely frustrating because my roommate's really good at that. So I pretty much just let the computer play defense now. Um, that's okay. kind of how I have to how I have to do it to even be competitive. Otherwise, he'll just do the same move every time, and I just can't seem to get in the way of it. Um, sure. So it's like it's all right. It's fun to play, but uh, it's not great by any means. Um, my teams have been that I've had a lot of luck with have been. The Arizona Coyotes, uh, been really good with them. Chicago Blackhawks have been really good with them because we do the thing where we do two randoms and you pick one of them. If you don't want either, you can do another, but you have to play that team. Oh, that's uh, right. So we do that classic kind of yep. move. So uh, I'm kind of learning who I'm good with. Uh, and Arizona and Chicago have been two that have been really good. Calgary's hot trash. I will never play <laughs> them in that game ever again. I wonder why that ha- ends up happening. Yeah, just some teams I just am horrible with, and I never want to play them. The whole reason why I ended up becoming a Nashville Predators fan was because I, that's the team I was the best at in, I think it was NHL 2K5, because mm-hmm. uh, they were fast. So yeah. That's just how I that's became a fan. Who you gravitate towards. Yeah, exactly. I sound like a crazy person when I'm playing it, but like when I was playing the flames, it was just like, because you like, it's not realistic. So you're not having a minute shifts and then switching. Like they're out there for sometimes a quarter of the period. Yeah. Uh, in one shift. And it just, whenever I was playing, Lucic was on the ice for 90% of the game, Dan. And I was getting so mad and I was yelling at the TV. Like it was an actual, NHL game and they're playing Lucic too much, but the game was doing it. Yeah. They just kept trotting him out there. He was on the power play, and I'm just like, why is Milan Lucic used so much on this team? He's yeah. slow. He's terrible. He can't do anything, and yeah. it was so frustrating. Wow. Ah, so uh, that's my NHL talk. Uh, a lot of Smash. Not a whole lot to talk about that hasn't been talked uh, about already. Um, I fantastic game again. Very very frustrating. Yeah. Uh, but two things that I had been playing a lot of have been Assassin's Creed Odyssey and um, Skyrim. Uh-huh. I'll start with Skyrim. Uh, Corey's not listening, but I have to apologize. I didn't play Ender all the night that I decided I was going oh, to. Yeah. Uh, I fell asleep early. So uh-huh. uh, I just felt we've been playing D. Oh, I haven't even talked about this. We've been playing D&D here. Oh, man, I'm jealous. 
So yeah, uh, Johnny, Evan, and I, Johnny's boss runs a dandy group uh, with three other people. So when we were moving here, he asked like, hey, do you guys want to play D&D? And we're like, Evan, we're like, yeah, yeah, we'll try it. Uh, so yeah, we've been playing. It's a lot of fun. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> it's the best. The group that we have takes it seriously enough that it's fun, but also not serious enough that it's hilarious. You okay, know? yeah. So th- that's a very fine line you have to walk in that in that type of thing. And and it seems like you've you guys have found the right group. We have, and it's just <laughs> this is not going to make any sense because you weren't. It's a hat you had to have been there. Move, but uh-huh. like where we are at in the story, like. A lot has happened to our group in particular because our DMs just <laughs> been writing encounter after encounter for us, and so we've just been getting shafted. Uh-huh. And it's funny, but we get to this one city, and it's a dwarven city. Everyone's racist to elves, so like, of course, I'm an elf. Two other people are an elf, so like, we're just getting stuff thrown at us and treated like garbage the whole time. But. <laughs> One of the dwarves was asking us the supernatural, like we're having like the supernatural story that's kind of got written in for our characters, and just like the way our DM wants us to actually kind of role play it a little bit, yeah. Um, and just listening to the one guy try to explain the story, and it just wasn't even right. It was just so f- funny that he, the DM, had to like pause it because we were laughing so hard. He's like, "Someone else, please explain what's gone on so far." Um, just to recap it for the character who didn't know. It's just stuff like that has been really funny. But I started playing Skyrim because one of the guys said he started a new player uh, playthrough of Skyrim, and I was like, oh, that sounds really good right now. Yeah. So I went and booted up Skyrim and started playing it again. So I made uh, a Wood Elf uh, Rogue, kind of what I'm playing in D&D, uh, kind of more of a hunter, but yeah. that's what I'm doing. So like right off the bat, like I joined the Thieves Guild. I've completed the thieves guild basically to the point where i got the skeleton key and all i have to do is take it back to finish but i'm gonna hold on to it until i get my lockpick high enough that i can get unbreakable uh uh, locks uh so i'm just gonna use that uh but there was a lot of stuff that i didn't really do in any of my other various playthroughs of skyrim like i never joined the dark brotherhood uh and did their storyline but i'm doing that in uh skyrim right now Uh so I kind of joined the Dark Brotherhood. Um, I just did the quest, Dan. I don't remember if I don't know if you remember, but Dawnstar, they're all having the nightmares. I never is that that's in the DLC. Nope. Okay. No. I... Base, base game basically. Dawnstar is uh, everybody is having nightmares, and nobody really knows why. Uh, and it's basically because of a Daedric prince or princess. I, I think it's that a... one. I did yeah. Do that one. So I like I did just did that quest, and it's just really cool, and like it's. Just, it's a fun game to play. Yeah. Um, really enjoying it. I kind of want to play it on PC with some mods, uh, graphics mods and stuff like that. So I'm wondering if I want to wait and play more later. Um, so I'm kind of in between on that. But, like, I'm kind of – I don't really want to redo the Thieves Guild again. Sure. So, like, maybe I just kind of keep going. But, yeah, no, I'm having a lot of fun playing Skyrim. And I'm taking more time to, like, explore more lore stuff and kind of just get immersed. It's an easy game to get immersed in. Um absolutely enjoying it uh my roommate really wants me to play oblivion because he thinks oblivion's a lot better so i probably am going to do that at some point but uh there's that and then assassin's creed odyssey is the other thing i've been playing that game still continues to be a game that everybody should play i love that um I basically, for people who have played it finished kefalonia and i'm out on the open sea going to margarise to uh 
hunt the general. So uh, that's what I'm doing. So nice. Uh, that's kind of all really I've been playing. It's just a lot of older stuff. Oh, I started Fallen Order. Uh, Corey and Eric's description of it being the worst Dark Souls and worst Tomb Raider game, but the best Star Wars game could not be more accurate oh really it's literally i uh evan was watching me play um some of it on like the very first planet and i was getting frustrated by some of the exploration mechanics and some of the combat for one of the harder like enemies in the area and i was like this is the worst dark souls and tomb raider game i've ever played nice and then i remembered that Corey and eric said that and i was like they are spot on with that Uh like that so good with that being said it's still a good game sure. um, very good star wars game i'm gonna definitely play through more of it um i might pull an eric and put it on an easy difficulty just so i can play it experience it and enjoy it as opposed to just getting frustrated and stuck because there's so many games i have to play i don't have time to just get stuck on a spot uh i just don't care enough that's why i stopped playing Sekiro because it was just too hard and it wasn't worth me wasting a hundred hours just trying to beat the game because it was so hard. Yeah. So, um, cause I'm really not good at those dueling type games. So sure. Um, yeah. So that's kind of what I've been playing. Nice. Okay. Uh, that's everything, right? Yeah, that is. Okay. <clears throat> All right. We got, uh, looks like we got one piece of feedback from Idaho Jake who says, Hey guys, hope you had a great Christmas. And New Year, my son was able to come home from the 21st to the 5th. We spent the holidays with us before he heads off to Poland. We went axe throwing twice, and I've gotten pretty damn good at it, so I bought an axe, and I want to build my own target. (laughs) Right now, the only game I'm excited about is Cyberpunk, but I might find more after the episode. Well, that's it for me, so have a great night. And also, let's go Ravens. Oh, Jake, I am all aboard the Ravens this year. I didn't even bring it up to you earlier. We talk about sports. Oh, huge Ravens fan this year. They're so much fun to watch. I love Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Although, I, I mean, I'm kind of rooting for the Titans, though, um, because I'm a Predators fan. You heathen. And Derrick Henry uh, pretty much carried the team on his back against the Patriots. So. I was caught in between this weird... I've probably said on this podcast, I'm a huge Marcus Mariota fan, but yeah. now that he sucks and he hasn't been playing... I kind of don't care about the Titans anymore, so I've sure. kind of been root. I rooted for the Patriots that game. Did you? Yeah, okay. a little bit. I'm not mad the Titans won because I still like a lot of their players because yeah. I followed them closely. But I like to see the Evil Empire win. Oh, sure. A lot. It's fun. <laughs> it's funny. It is funny. I agree. Um, no, I'm excited to watch some football. Like, I don't work again until next Wednesday. So oh, I just, wow. Yeah, don't get me going. But. Um, I'm just going to watch football on Saturday and Sunday. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of excited for that. Nice. Um, oh, listen to this, by the way. I lost my fantasy league because we have a week 17 championship. Oh, no. So guess who didn't have Dalvin Cook, Lamar Jackson, Michael Thomas didn't really play. Yeah. My they three rest, best players. Yeah. Yeah, I lost in the finals on week 16 uh, because Derrick Henry didn't play. Yeah, he's he was on my fantasy team and he didn't play that. And I found out last minute, so I didn't. Ha- I, there wasn't anybody left. Uh, although the uh, running back villain I got didn't do too badly, um, but DeAndre Hopkins also did nothing, so that's that's why I ended up losing. Mm-hmm. Poor Bills, by the way. That that was tough. Yeah, I, they should have won I that wish, game. Wish they had won. 
But anywho, um, you know what? I'm gonna say, Jake, you are the winner. I'm gonna make a notation of it. We'll do your rolls for your, because I've got to reevaluate the list. We'll do your rolls next episode for your for the game giveaway, because um, I I'm way behind on it. So uh, I want to want to redo it. So I'm gonna make a notation, and we'll do do your rolls for for next week. I'm going to do it right now before I even end the episode so I don't forget about it. Uh, next week, Will, you have any have any ideas of what, what we should do for next week? Um, I still have to send out a bunch of these games. Too. I was going to say DBZ Kakarot, but that's going to have to be the following week because that comes out the 17th. That's, I don't even know what today is. It's the 9th. 9th, yeah. Uh, okay. Let me think of it. Yeah, we'll probably have an, like an evergreen type of episode next week. Maybe a top five of some sort, or I don't know. Maybe Coriel or, or Eric will have an idea of, of something to do. So, I mean, um, Giants been trying to get me to do WoW, so maybe oh, maybe I'll play a little WoW and there you go. Do something on that. I don't know. Some WoW or WoW Classic. OG WoW probably. Okay. The the OG. I guess it's not OG. I guess no. it's, it's the current game. The yeah, current, current. Wow, yeah. I mean, I have a character made and everything. I just really haven't played. Uh-huh. So that's probably something that'll end up happening. Okay, sounds good. But uh, either way, we'll have something for you, and probably Thursday. Will I know you don't know your schedule right away, but probably, yeah, probably Thursday. Probably. I mean, like I said, I don't work till Wednesday again. I don't know if they're going to have me work on Wednesday, Thursday again. Okay. They're going to have me start taking tables, so it's like I'm probably pretty close to not training anymore. So. Gotcha. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so that'll do it for episode 439 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm um, Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three.